You're not winning the games because you ain't winning in life. Nothing comes to you until something comes from you. You don't get the ring until you learn how to win. And they want to win, but they used to going through the motions. And when they were your age, they ain't have nobody to take their foot and put it upside their behind. So I'm not coming here to play with you today. If you really want to win, you're going to have to dig deep. You're going to have to sacrifice. You're going to have to stand up and say, we are champions. You got to get serious. You said you wanted something. You said it, but you just talking. One, two, three. I got that dog. One, two, three. One, two, three. It ain't time for talk. It's time to swing. It's time to kill the noise. It's time to not let the way you feel affect the way you flow. It's time to control what you can control, and it's time to work. Fellow teammates, welcome to another episode of the Move Swiftly podcast. I am your host, Aswan Crookshank, the founder of Gym 44 Recruiting and author of Swiftly, Your Guide to Innovative Teamwork. Teammates, teammates, teammates. As always, you know, I start these off by expressing my gratitude. I really, really appreciate you guys tuning in. We have come a long, long way. Today, I have an incredible guest. I listened to him just the other day on the Power of Story podcast. And as you guys know, I've been a guest on that show as well. And a lot of the things that he said really, really resonated. So I immediately reached out and luckily I was able to get him on his show. So with that, Mr. Art Mitch, welcome to the Move Swiftly podcast. How are you? I'm doing great, Aswan. Thank you for having me on, brother. I'm excited about it. My pleasure. My pleasure, man. So I know you're busy, man. I'm, I'm just going to jump right into it, man. You know, a lot of things, the, the two things, there were several things that you said throughout that podcast that really struck me. The first thing is, you know, a lot of people not train kids how to box, and I've, I've developed that skill of teaching kids how to box. And I do that because I don't like the fact that they get bullied. And, you know, I've, I've had a funny name my entire life, and I've always been kind of made fun of and things of that nature. And you were talking about how you're doing work to, to stop bullying and, and just how, how you were able to build a brand and build this mindset of keeping the next kid, keeping the next kid from getting bullied. Can you just sort of go in a little bit on how you – came to this place of of really wanting to see kids not being taken advantage of like that yes sir yes sir no problem no problem can you hear me well i can hear you fantastic yes sir yes sir how about him about bullying well i'm gonna take you back that memory lane for a minute um we're gonna absolutely go back, go back to the age of six years old so they just six. You no, know, a lot of us be most of our childhood things. We want to go outside, we play, uh, how to go see, do different things. But at age of six, I was trying to see. So at age of six, I found out. I never forget as when I was in the classroom, and the teacher asked me a question, 
And um, that morning thing was good. When I got to class, my vision became blurry. Um, don't know what happened. She came out of nowhere, and she asked me a question I couldn't see. So then the class, she said I need to go to the eye doctor. So me and my family immediately, immediately to action and went to the eye doctor. Coming to find out I had, have a, had an eye disease called keratoconus. And um, wow. I thought, yeah, I did call keratoconus. So keratoconus is an eye disease where you hide your eyes over. When my like a football straight person on my pupil, allow my vision to be blurry. So finding out at the age of six, not knowing what's going on, where it come from, we were awkward me and my, my uh, mom and dad. We didn't know where it came from, what happened, never heard of it. And research later said that this disease is rare, very rare. Only one in 2,000 people in America have it. And luckily, I was the one. But the thing about it that struck me was that it happens to people that are like on, on ages 13 on up. So it doesn't happen very rare at a young age like mine, but it happened at age six, so it came very rare. So my child was very unusual. I wasn't able to do the normal thing, like go outside at night. I wasn't able to you know, play around different kids. So I, couldn't see, I was trying to see. My vision was blurring. Of course, then we tried glasses, but glasses didn't help at all. So living like that, man, people seeing me, I'm asking questions why I can't see. Um, being bullied, like you said, I was bullied very hard, man. And why your glasses mm -hmm. so thick? And why you can't see the board? Why you look so funny? What's wrong with your eyes? So much stuff in my head was was, was scrambling around because people didn't understand and didn't know why. But I never told them because they wouldn't understand what keratoconus is. No, nobody at the age of six on up would know, know what it is. Like they really had it. I've been through it, so I just kept it to myself. But the bottled up and anger and resentment allowed me as I got older. To really act out, you know, um, hang with a bad kid, do different things, smoke, drink, do things to keep my mind off of, but also keep the kids from bullying me. I, I felt like if I became one of them, they wouldn't put so much pressure on what I had and who I was. So having that and really, under, you know, having that and really, you know, seeing you know, the the downfall of it, beginning as I got older, when I, when I went to my purpose, I'll talk about that more later, I was mm -hmm. able to really now. Talk to kids about being bullied. Um, show them a better way. Get let them know that you are different, but you're different for a reason. You're different because you got a special talent to others. You're different because you're, right. you're different because what you had is gonna bring forth people to impact them. They know that if you could do it, they can do it too. So I teach the kids, I mentor them on a program I have through my book to allow them to understand that no, don't let the way you don't let your disability affect your ability. No, no matter what. Ooh, 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 say that one again. You gotta slow that one down for it, brother. You're dropping some pretty some some gems, so you gotta say that one. Don't let your disability control your what? Yeah, don't let don't let your your disability doesn't affect your ability. Come on, somebody. Come on. So we going to we only five minutes in and we already in church. We're already in church, brother. I respect that one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and, and that's true, as because you can't let the, you can't let what you have or what you what you what you have uh, to bring forth to you manifest how you can become somebody. You know, you can become a lawyer, too. you can become a doctor, so you can become anybody you want to become. And just because you may have had the ailment of the disease, don't mean you can't become that person. Helen Keller was deaf, deaf and blind, but she she created a book. A lot of millions of people out here, man, that know they, they because you deaf and blind, don't mean you can't still be somebody. Come on, come yeah. on, come on. Yeah, Thomas Edison only had four years of education his whole life, but he didn't mm -hmm. die of poverty or, 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 or not rich either. So you got you can't let you no know, you being disabled or you having some kind of ailment stop you from being somebody great. You still can be that person. You just have a how that mindset change to become somebody greater. Absolutely, absolutely. And then, well, first and foremost, thank you for being transparent enough to admit that because I know as again as a person that's been bullied myself, I know it's not easy to say these things. And you're saying that as fluently and you're like owning your story. That's really, really what struck me when I listened to your episode. And you had mentioned the name 
that, you know, he's been a mentor of mine as well from a distance. I don't know how much he knows, how much I really looked up to him and how much his work has affected my work. And his name is Kendall Ficklin. I believe, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. But he has something called G-Men and there was a community of men and things like that. Can you just go in a little bit about your experience with him and how you were able to, to come to this place and almost like you sounded like full circle to where, you know, I couldn't imagine being six years old and having an experience like that. And a lot of people who are listening in couldn't either. They couldn't imagine yeah. actually having, you know, getting made fun of for something that was like really wrong with you. And we know how cruel you can be at that age, right? <laughs> because you just don't know. So just go in a little bit about his, his kind of his influence on you and how that came uh, Oh man, <laughs> it's something I can say about uh, Kenneth Fitner, man. Like he, he like his, his the he his him and his community, G Men changed my whole life. It was funny mm-hmm. how I met Kenneth because I, I followed Eric Thomas for years. I was in a um, money level marketing company called Herbalife. And when, partner, when you want to succeed as bad as, as you want to breathe, just for yes. you guys who don't know, it's that guy he's talking about. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir. Now, and it talked about personal development, and at that time, I really know what personal development was, but it yes. talked about personal development and listening to positive podcasts. So, they introduced me to um, Ed Thomas, and I, and I heard his guru story, and I was bought after that, and I, I just listened every day. So, bro, me, same way, dog, and I hate yes. to cut you off, but I have that thing memorized. like. When oh, I worked man, at the hope, gym, yeah. I um I would run every I worked overnight at the gym mm-hmm. and I would put that thing on every night, no questions. I mean I we I could sit up here and just spit it out to you. Yeah, like yeah. dog. He told him, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So um I, I follow so they they have conference all the time. So they had a stay ready conference in California never get and um so I signed, mm-hmm. up, I signed up to be a volunteer, and I got it. And I was just so excited. Man, like, man, I'm ready to go. So I ended up yeah. getting to the conference, and, and I met these people. And I'm like, how does everybody know everybody here? What's going on? Right? Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, you volunteer for a group, you know, you randomly get picked, and nobody knows about People do. So so okay, so I begin to connect with the people. And I, and I see Kendall. But, I, no, it's funny because, you no, know, if you glance a little bit, you kind of like Ed, like Ed Thomas. So I thought it was Ed Thomas, but it was Kendall. So after the conference, I kept connecting with certain people, and um, they ended up telling me about, yeah, um, I'm in a community called Grandation. Grandation part of um, Jimmy and Grandation. So, you know, it's a personal development community. Yeah. That's okay, cool. What, what, who do I need to talk to? So they introduced me to Kendall Ficklin, and then we talked. Like, yeah, you know, I told about me, so you need to be. But at first, I hesitated because I didn't know what to expect. So, but I started, he, he, I started seeing what they were doing, the results, and how he was tell people out, talk, start talking from the inside out so you can become better. Mm-hmm. I joined the group. Man, as one of the best shit I've made in my life, man, they really stretched to pull me to be the better husband, better father, better mm-hmm. entrepreneur I am today. And I'm just forever grateful, man. And that guy, I mean, he, he changed my whole life. You know, everything he said, he, he lived it. He's very transparent. And that guy, he's amazing, man. He, 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 him, him, him and Grandation G, man, really sparked the foundation of who I am today. They 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 created Mr. I am. They created Arthur Mitchell. That's, all of that was because of what I, because of community and me being coachable, but really understanding that I gotta do I gotta be somebody different. I gotta I gotta understand that this not gonna stop who I can become. This not gonna this gotta um dictate my future because my past. So having all that right. and having them brothers man just really man pouring to me, um get at me man when I need to be get at and just, it, it was amazing man. Amazing. Yeah, I was, uh, I'm a part of a wellness company as well. And Chip Baker was a part of it for a little bit. And he led one of Kendall Ficklin's calls. 
Yeah, and, yeah. you know, I again, I was telling him the same thing I'm telling you. He really, with the book I wrote now, Swiftly, you know, was his, it, honestly, it was just watching him for like a whole week straight and seeing how he dealt with employees. Like he would take certain characters, like the lion, the peacock, uh, I want to say it was an alligator or stuff, and he would put people in categories. And that really built what I'm doing with Swiftly. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's awesome that, you know, when, and it, it just tells me just how much we can do when we just put good stuff out there, because you never know who, who we touch. I've never, I had one conversation with him. And mm. you see everything that's happened. And then hopefully you guys listening in have an idea in your head and you realize how much you can really touch when you just decide, man. Mm-hmm. When you just decide, when you just decide to go out and do it, you absolutely never know the kind of lives you can change. It's like taking a rock and throwing it in the river and just seeing the ripple effect. Yeah. Be that rock, you know? Yeah. That's true, and that and that, that that assessment we're talking about that's a disassessment with the um it's it's um it's, it's a gorilla, chameleon, flamingo, and turtle. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was it. it. Yeah. You know, I, actually, I got certified to do that. I got certified to do that under him. I'm a certified okay. trainer now. Yeah, that 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 also too was very important. Man, it showed me who I was. My strength. I'm 99 percent lion. I found I'm 99 percent lion. Okay. Um, All right. I felt that. I felt yeah. that. <laughs> and, um, 99 percent lion. 52 percent. Chameleon and Flamingo when I forgot what it was, but yeah, man, so I'm very oriented, man, very result-driven and very fast-paced, but it showed me, man, my strength and my weaknesses, how I can use it to my, to my, use it to my ability, but also know how to tame it down so it won't go too hard, but they helped me out as well, man, just being in that, man, um, after I got certified speaking close to him as well, like everything I have now, I, I, everything I had now created was because of him and his programs, man, so I'm forever grateful for Kendall, man, for real. And these were the uh, boss classes, correct? Yeah, I went through boss. I'm a certified boss trainer, and I'm a certified welcome to the jungle disassessment trainer too, as well. Nice, nice, nice. Now, uh, once you got through that, though, so what are what organized? Well, first of all, what are you doing now? I know you want to talk a lot about the AM brand, the IM brand, and things like that. So, what what kind of built that? Or how did that get started? And what kind of organizations have you worked with? Or are you working with? Yes, yeah, so that guy started. What I actually do as well. I'm, I'm a, I'm a special education specialist, um, youth advocate. I'm a two-time author, and I help mm-hmm. special needs kids achieve their academic goals annually. Also, increase their performance and help them meet the standard national academic standard through IEP through my six-month program through my book called Six Tips to Cope with Having Disability. And I do that. Right. Um, and I, and I, uh, I'm, my, a book I, I cannot wait to get my hands on. You know, I hope I hope it gets here soon. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> Definitely be. I'm as I'm, I'm shipping out today. Matter of fact, as soon as I leave, as soon as the pockets open, I'm going to the mailbox right now. After that, my man, good yes, thing you on there. I was like, you know, hey, look, bro, we gotta get, <laughs> we gotta get this thing cracking. Yes, I'm like, sir. yo, how do I get it? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely. So I do that. Um, and, um, also, um, just oh, I forgot what the other question was. You said. Now, what, yeah, what organizations have you worked with? Like, you know, because, again, you can go in a little bit about IM brand, but what have, who have you worked with specifically? Because I want the ones listening in who want to reach out. I want the, them to hear. Yes, yeah, so right now, right now, I'm, I'm with an organization called Right Moves for Youth. It's a, um, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a um, youth organization in Charlotte. I'm in, I'm, I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. And, it's a yes. of, and we, we have over 26 Title I schools. So I'm I'm a I'm a mentor with them. I do group sessions with them as well, and um, I'm really trying to push our program out there as well to them. Also, uh, I'm a I work I work volunteer for the YMCA. I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm a team a mentor out there as well, and I run in the gym, 
And that's pretty much it right now. I really, I man, last year really put a hold on all stuff I wanted to do because COVID hit. I was, right. I, was about, I was about to run fourth out in January and then so much that happens. But everything is really now about to really manifest. So I'm about to start working with more school systems, um, some nonprofit organizations, really get my program out there and really get mentoring. But as far as kids, man, I've been working with kids for 10 years plus. Um, volunteer at the Boys and Girls Club in Raleigh, where I came from. I was um, I was a team, a team, a team leader with um, neighbor to neighbor Young Life, in um, in the Raleigh as well. Young Life is one of the largest Christian organizations in America, mm-hmm. and we had we uh, I was part of that as well. So I work with kids, my passion, man, and um, working with kids special needs has been is my my gift because uh, when I came from my disability, so that's been near and dear to my heart. So that's what I do. Now, what uh, what does your program entail, though? You know, what kinds of things are like mutually beneficial for you guys? Because I, again, I'm, my goal is to open up a youth center where you could teach boxing to kids, so again, they could protect themselves from a lot of different anti-bullying and things like that. So I'm constantly, constantly reaching out to people like yourself and reaching out to other youth directors. And I, I mean, this is more of a selfish question for me: is you know, what kinds of things does your program entail specifically that will change a kid's life that'll help them like what makes you different and so what makes me different my program what it's here it talks about man kids it talks about kids man how to how to achieve success through what they are and it, 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 it's more it's more for them being confident themselves and, and increasing academic performance and better role models in, in, in society because a lot, mm-hmm. lot of I, I realized and researched that especially in these kids are not really acquitted for people don't like to talk about it and then in the big subject in the school system not a big subject on the work that people try to push to the past because they're disabled but mm-hmm. i feel like that that's wrong because they just were normal in the kid out there so i wrote a right. book, first of all to help the um to help especially kids understand who they are and coping mechanisms to give them a better sense of how to cope through the situation so they won't act out or behave wrong and the strategies, the strategies that I used when I was younger, you know, I, I went through the situation, man, you know, acting out, different things, but I used the same strategy I used, man, to help me, help me not lose my mind, but to become, stay positive and not negative. And so I continue, man, to grow as a person. And then my program, I just telling out my program, there's a six week program that I have. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it had talk, I go through each, each um, strategy in my book week by week and really dive deep in it, man. They really had to understand, though, like the first chapter, prime example, first chapter, setting who you are, character building. Y'all know as somebody special needs, somebody, and, I, and when I say special needs, I'm not just talking about mental, but physical as well, because I believe a disability can be physical and mental. We can go through stuff in life when no, we, we, we mentally going, going through, so having disabilities, physical and mental, so it's for both. But I, I would say build, character building and setting who you are, because you got to first know who you are. Know that first, I have a, I have a disability. And then two, how can I use it to impact lives? How can I use it to make myself better so people don't really look at me down, but look at me as a person that's normal, you know? So I, I believe once you accept who you are, then you better able to understand your purpose and how to really and not maneuver through the obstacles and challenges and be better and a better person. No, I mean, just curiously, though, how... Uh... How does a kid know if they're disabled or not? Because it, it seems as you're talking, I'm, I'm thinking that there's a lot of kids who try to hide it and, and they, you know, that could obviously do more harm than good. Like, what would you tell a kid now who doesn't want to admit that he's disabled because he just doesn't know that you exist or he just, you know, his peers obviously are, are going to, to look down on him and laugh at him because they don't know the harm. And it's just a lot of, things that Jesus don't know. It's a lot of unknowns. So, you know, talk a little bit about what you would tell gotcha, someone gotcha. who is trying to hide it. Yeah. 
I would tell them, I would tell them, you can't be afraid of who you are, you know. Yes. I, I, I would tell them, I believe that, I believe that God made everybody different for a reason. And our reason, our reason is to help other people understand that if we can go through, you can go through it too. Don't be ashamed of who you are. You are, you still, you still special. You're still smart. You're still confident. You're still bold. It's still enough. And know that you're enough mm-hmm. is enough to let you understand. Okay, don't be, don't be ashamed of it. Like people, people want to talk, but understand that you have the power to control your day. You have the power to speak life. You have the power to keep positive affirmation in your life to keep going through life. So don't let the way you feel affect the way you flow. Keep going. Keep grinding to be the best you can be. Right, right, and and I think that's very, very important for for kids right now listening in because I, I came up as a football guy, mm-hmm. and a lot of us, you know, the issue we had is not admitting that, is not admitting that when we need help, you know, yes. it, it just is one of those cultures that if you start admitting when you need help from someone or that there's something wrong with you, you know, that that's just a no no in the locker room, <laughs> and yeah. I'm telling you that from experience, so. You know, thank thank you for telling them that, and kids listening in, listening in, and parents of kids listening in, especially the parents. When you see warning signs, when you see situations in which they need help, please, please, for the sake of humanity, reach out, swallow your pride, let the ego go, reach out, get some help, because that kid is a human being. It's a human being. It's a human yeah. being, and you have to figure out, you have to understand that he, that human being is going to grow up, and he has to live a life. He or she has to live a life. And, you know, you don't want them to go through these hard times. Definitely. I tell parents, too, as well. As when I say, man, you got mm-hmm. to understand your child because they don't understand themselves. You got to understand. You got to understand that, you know, they are still human. And I talk to kid parents as well through my book, but in a different aspect, I hit it with three key points of, First of all, with parents, that, 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 that most of their problem and conflicts are that have not having enough time, or they, um, they may be um, not having the time with their spouse, and their spouse uh, have no time with their spouse or their siblings because they got to you know, attend to the child. And the third one, try not, not being jealous of, of normal kids because your, your child is able. You got to know that, and that's been one of the biggest problems we had with parents with kids with disabilities because they don't understand any questioning. Right. You know, they got to understand. First of all, you got to understand that it's not by happen that this happened. But you as a parent got to show love. Show love, encourage your kid, uh, speak life into them. Know who they are. And I, um, I listened to the book of the day, man. I would listen to the audio with Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Yeah. And he said, yep. that, his, he said that his his son grew, um, was born with no ears. And, and that's wow. mutism. But, but he said that. He's told his son himself that I would not have a deaf son. So he began to speak life in his in his son ears every day. Every day as he grow older, you know, speaking life. And one day it they tried this wireless, it's not what yeah, wireless um ear, ear um, ear, ear um, ear aid, and he began to hear. Yeah. yeah. He began to hear. And all because he spoke it in his son's yeah. life. And not only did he he believed it, but his son believed it too. And faith yes. and, and God couldn't make that happen. So we gotta do it for our kids. We gotta speak life in our kids and speak the, speak to his heart. Let Nola, we we love you, son. We love you, daughter. You are created different, but you created equal in God's eyes, and and we and we want to love you, want to support you, be by your side. And that's gonna have the kid understand. Okay, they might like me, but my mom and dad like me, love me. They might not want me around. My mom yeah. don't want me around. So it gives it a sense of pride to have that love because they don't. They gonna feel that boy. This is become a school to prison pipeline mentality. We're gonna drop out of school, act out, and maybe in a prison. So we gotta, we gotta amen, amen. The the and beginning. it's because they don't feel like anyone got their back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so those little things, right? 
the efforts, we got we got nip it in the bud in the beginning, so it won't come out with a bad outcome. And you know, man, you're you're triggering on some man. You're touching on some real things because there's so many, so many people out there, women, men, whatever, who use their kids as a trophy. You know what I'm saying? They they use their babies as a trophy. They were irresponsible sexually. They have a baby and then they use that baby as a trophy to say, look what I have, look what I have. But as soon as something goes wrong with the baby, as soon as, you know, the kid isn't growing up the way you look at it, they themselves haven't matured. You know, I mean, I've experienced that. I've seen that. I've coached football two seasons. I've been around it so much. And being working in fitness, you see that that element to it too it's like you know we gotta do our part as parents and as adults to just own up to certain things and then realize that definitely that's true man I, and, I, and one of my biggest things that i i want to change in black men in general is um, absolutely be, uh, be your child's life now being your child's yeah. life be that role model because if you don't you're gonna go outside and get a role model on the streets then it's gonna be a problem you're gonna wonder what happened you know, we gotta we gotta own the wow. responsibility as a man, as a father, as a provider, because you know our kids need us. You know, I, I, you know, the kids' mother need them. Don't be don't be doing all kind of stuff. You got a kid. You know, what I'm saying you you made a decision to have a child, so now you got to own it too. No matter how they come out, no matter what it like, you got to understand that. You no, know, they got to be loved like you were loved. You know, what I'm saying they got. And if you want love, fill that void of your child so they can be loved. You know, we right, can't, we right, can't, right. You can't treat our kids as our past parents, we got to make it better. And the sooner we know that, right. the better things that happen, the lower the crime rate, the lower the jail rate, the lower the citizens, the lower the gang violence. And saying, and, and the sooner we know that, the better life will be. But it, it, it just so much happened because they didn't have a male role models or women role models, so they feel the same as the kids. But you, you can't, everything can't be how you want to be. You got to change the game. You got to change the generation of courage. You got to change the outcome. Of what you mm -hmm. have now, you created something that's looking up to you. Right. If they look at what you're doing, they can be the same person. And your, your exactly. biggest well, that's how I was I was young. That's how I treat. No, you, you got a power to control your day. That's part of my one of my um one of my um strategies. You got the power to control your day. You got the power oh, to oh, oh teammates, teammates, you guys catch that? Your day right now. I man, all right, listen, I hate to cut y'all. I do this all the time, but when people <laughs> say some good shit. I just, it moves me. You guys feel my energy. He's talking about your day. You can control your day now, now, right? As you're listening in, control the day, control the next 24 hours, and you'll get there. My bad, brother, my bad. You know, I, I, you I feel it sometimes. I feel it, brother. You good, Woo! You good, man. That's yeah, so you got a power to control the day right now. When you get up in the morning, you got to speak life. Come on. I, I, like I said, I am positive. I will make it. I I can't reach my goal. I will make I will make things happen. I am an overcomer. I am a conqueror. I am a winner. I am a champion. And you speak them things every day, you have to probably control it. No, my and Kendall and it's, it's, I made a I made a shirt out of this too, man. From from, mm -hmm. from Kendall, man. He said it all the time, but I, I I use it now in my podcast and I use it in my, uh, in my in my my shirt line. But don't let the way you feel affect the way you flow. Oh yeah, I remember. You, listen, uh, you want what it look like. You want what it feel like. I yeah, 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 yeah. People, people want to like it, but they don't know what it feel like. Yeah, saying that's true. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. want it, but they don't. They don't, they don't want. They don't want to go through what they, they get it. The sacrifices, right. the the um the the late nights, the the um the the failures, the the challenge. Also, you gotta. It's gonna happen, but you got you got you can't let like, where you feel for you where you flow. You gotta keep going, keep grinding no matter what. Life happened. Life hit me. I, I'm I'm a I'm a diabetic, two stroke survivor. Um, um, eye disease for thirty some years. Had seven eye surgeries, but I'm still here. I'm an overcomer. 
I'm a conqueror, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm an entrepreneur. I didn't let my disability affect my ability. I kept going. I became somebody. I became a role model. I became influencer. I want people to know that if I could do it, you can do it too. I'm saying, Absolutely, you know, man. Absolutely, man. I we are. Woo! <laughs> you got me. You got me going. I'm coming back, no doubt. Coming back with you, man. All right. Uh, I know you're busy, man. So we, we'll we'll wrap it up soon. But I I just gotta ask you because you you mentioned it already. You mentioned that you have a podcast. You mentioned that you have a clothing line and a lot of things that a lot of people can look out for. What is next for you? What what can people expect to see next for? Art Mitchell is because I know they're gonna be fired up and I know they're gonna be like me and just want to support and figure out how ways that they can work with you. Yes, sir. Uh, well, next for Art Mitchell, man, continue man to impact the people, man. Um, my 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 next thing, man. I I want to I'm starting to I want to start a dream tour in schools, and it's dream tour saying for diagnose, refocus, and change the environment, at change attitude, and it starts with me. And that's a wow, wow, that's a powerful acronym. That's a powerful that's one. It. Like, and I want to bring in school systems as well. So I'm working on that. I'm working on my own mm-hmm. mentorship program, sister program. Just continue to create, create content. Follow me, follow my journey. Follow me on all Instagram models and, and the I Am brand. Oh, please, when you get a chance, go check out the I Am brand. And that's also part of um, my, my our story too as well. I'm helping kids and adults as well understand that you are bold, you are smart, you are confident, you are successful, you're enough. And I believe that you you can see it. So if you if you see it on you, it's a daily reminder of what you can do and how you how successful you can become. So that's a, that's the next for me, my team man, impacting the world one day, one school, one life at a time. Man, oh man! All right, man. I again, some incredible stuff. Some incredible gems were dropped. Art, the uh, the last thing I do with all my guests is this thing called word association. I'm going to say one word, and you just give me a quick one-word response to what you think of when you hear these words. Cool? Yes, sir. All right. Word number one, resiliency. Resiliency. When I, say, when I think of resiliency, I, look, I think about myself, how I overcame roadblocks in my life, and, and, and I was resilient to, 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 the, to the pressure. I was resilient to the outcome that no matter what I go through, I still can make it. Keep pushing, keep grinding, and you will be successful in what you do. You see, this is this is the sign of a real speaker. He can't give he can't give quick answers. It's like certain words. It's like no, no, I got I gotta go in. I love it, man. It's all good. It's all good. Now, the second word, power. Power. Yes. So you got a power. You got a power to control your destiny. You got a power to be whoever you want to be in life. As you continue to grow in your character and your reason, your purpose, you got the power to make anything happen, no matter what you go through, challenges, obstacles. Whatever you may go through, me had the power to do anything and the ability to make anything happen you want to happen. Third word, strategy. Strategy. I tell anybody, man, to be successful, to be creative, to be anything you want to be, you gotta have a strategy. I mean, you gotta have you gotta have a set a set goal or set target, set anything. Now I think about strategy. I think about football and football. When you play when you play football, the twelve men on the field they, and they got a strategy to get to the end zone. If you have a strategy of life and know how to get through the blocks and the challenges, you got you got, you got a chance to get to the end zone, make that touchdown. Final word: disabled. Disabled. You're dis. You're, that's a great word. I love disabled. Your disabled won't make you. 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 Your disabled will not. Will still. Your. Your disabled 
will don't make you, will still make you able. Meaning that no matter what you're going through, no matter what it look like, being disabled means me, man, me turning off. But you gotta you gotta you gotta power to enable that situation, make it turn out going to keep on grinding and be the best you can be. I love it. I love it. See, you couldn't even give any quick ones, but I, I, I can respect it because you could tell it's coming from your heart. It's like, it's too much. It's too much. It's coming from my heart. So before I officially close this episode, the mic is yours. Um, any parting words, just say whatever you need to say. I know you've dropped a bunch of gems, but if anything else you want to kind of let go, go ahead. The mic is yours. Yeah, so I just want to tell everybody, please follow me on all Instagram. Please follow me on all social media handles. You can follow me at Facebook at Arthur Mitchell. You can also follow me at Instagram on at Successful Arthur. You can also follow me on LinkedIn as well as Arthur Mitchell as well. Definitely, maybe get a chance to check out my website, check out my products as well. The IM shirts, the books are up there as well at www.artmage.com. Please go become, become an IM family, join the movement. And just for everybody out there listening, man, anybody out there listening, please, please, please dream big. Dreams do come true. As long as you're to plant the seeds, it will manifest around root up. Thank y'all. Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We'll talk more soon. children are our future teach them well and let them lead the way show them all the beauty they possess inside give them a sense of pride to make it easier let the children's laughter remind us how we used to be Everybody's searching for a hero People need someone to look up to I never found anyone who fulfilled my need A lonely place to be So I learned to depend on me
Thank you. 